Hey, it's Pastor Mike. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and make it a regular part of your day, can I ask for your regular support? We really can't make any of our sermon series or devotions without the continual support of friends like you. Time of Grace, in case you didn't know, is 100% donor-funded, meaning it is your gifts that make it possible for us to use television and print and digital media to share the good news of God's amazing grace. Just click on the link in the episode notes, and thank you for all of your prayers and all of your support. God bless. So can you ever have another close friend if you've already been betrayed by one to begin with? A variation of this legend or fable goes this way. A boy is walking down a cold mountain and he comes across this snake and the snake makes this request, pick me up and carry me to warmer ground. I'll leave you alone. And the boy says, no, you're a snake. If I pick you up, you're going to bite me. The snake says, no, I won't. I'll, I'll leave you be. I just need warmer ground and I'll go live out my days. The boy thinks about it and then picks up the snake and brings the snake close, wraps the snake in his shirt, keeps him close to his chest and walks down the cold mountain to warmer ground. The boy takes the snake out from his shirt and from close to his chest. And right when the boy is about to lay the snake down on the ground, the snake bites him. And the boy says, you promised you weren't going to do that. Why did you bite me? And the snake says, because I'm a snake. And you knew that when you picked me up. It can be really hard to differentiate between those that are going to have our back and those that are going to stab us in our back when we select friends. Which ones are going to be helpful and which ones are going to be hurtful? That's what this young lady at my church shared with me. She literally said, I don't know how I can ever be generous with myself again when it seems like in the end, I just got bit. And maybe you know what it's like. You know what it's like to walk through the laundry list of everything that they've done and all the pain that you feel, even specifically inside, as we've referenced in previous videos. But how do you begin to even look at other people and open yourself up to having a close friend again? How do you begin to invest again and open up your heart so that other people could get close when you know very well that if you do that, you run the risk of them betraying you just as this other friend did? Well, recognize that if you close yourself off, if you kind of play the Heisman, that is keep your friendship close and keep everyone else at arm's distance, then Recognize that you're going to lead yourself into a challenging place. You're never going to be able to receive from others what God has designed for them to give to you. No, he doesn't want them to give you more pain and betrayal. But you're never going to benefit from the wisdom, the love, the kindness, and the friendship that others have for you too. Recognize also we're not designed to live this way, to have no friends and to close ourselves off. Look no farther than... Jesus. Jesus who experienced betrayal not only from his close friends like Judas and Peter, whom we've talked about previously, but consider the ultimate betrayal that Jesus experienced. When Jesus was on the cross carrying the weight of all of our guilt, yes, the pain that we ourselves have caused, if we're honest, and the pain that others have caused us and so many others as well, carrying that burden He said these words. 
My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God the Father covered over his face from ever looking affectionately at his son and punished him in that moment. And you have to know why. So that you would know that God would never forsake you. That he will always look at you and love you. And that he will never leave you. For as God views you through the lens of his son, he can only see that your debt has been paid and he wants to help you heal from all of the pain, including the pain from the betrayal of a friend. And he also wants you to be a resource to many others. Can I tell you of how that affected that lady in my church? When she said, I don't know how I can give of my heart again, that, that's quite an eloquent way of putting it. Because to have a close friend, you're investing, you're giving, you're sharing, you're pouring out, and then it seems like all of that is gone when you've been betrayed. So how can you do that to somebody else without running the risk? Do you know what God provided for her? Through people she never anticipated, and in greater ways than she imagined, God put people in her life, not just family and other close friends, but even a Christian family. People whom she'd never met before, who were there to listen to her and to help her to share wisdom and to share their stories too. And I get to tell you that that's exactly what God wants for her. And that's exactly what he wants for you. God has not designed us to live alone. In fact, he has not only presented people to be a benefit and resource to us as friends, but for us to be a benefit to others. So if you've been betrayed by a friend and you're wondering, how can I ever be a friend to others? Maybe consider this that maybe that person is not a snake. Maybe they're actually an opportunity. They don't have the wisdom that you've gleaned through this painful experience. They don't exactly know what it's like to walk through the path of forgiving and forgiving over and over again. They don't understand what it's like to identify that pain and to commit it, that is, give it over to God to take care of it. But you're there. And you can be their friend. And you can share with them the love and forgiveness that God has given to you through his son, Jesus Christ. And that will not only be of great benefit to you, it'd be a great benefit to many others.